0: you always seen destined to win thank you for your endless drive for showing us thank you thank you thank you thank you that was for kobe bean brain we definitely lost kobe over the weekend this is shooting the shit shooting the shit shooting the shit back in back in here with the infamous back in here with eric back in here with Ann. back in here with m dollar we ain't here what's going on
1: you already know I'm, I'm super excited to get into this episode man uh we got a lot to get into we definitely got to pay tribute to a legend Talk about it.
0: Yes talk about it. Talk about it. So we had a legend uh, lo- lose his life over the weekend. He was with his daughter, uh, a few other individuals. Um, they were just taking a you know regular trip, going to uh, have their kids go play basketball. Something normal that that was something normal for them to take a helicopter. For us, it's like take, you know being in the uh, on a train or being in the car or something like that. Something that he was doing on a regular. Um, but he lost his life. Talk about it.
2: Yeah, yeah. it was a uh, a lot to digest this week. You know, a lot of us. Played basketball, or even if you weren't a, a fan of him as an athlete, um him and a him as a humanitarian was just you know great person. We spoke about all the stories we heard, so just a really sad loss for a whole our whole nation for real. So prayers to the Bryant family for sure.
1: Yeah, super sad. um in a post I put up, I, I talked about it when I had some time to really think, because I couldn't get my words together. I saw a lot of people post. It was a lot. It was. It was a lot. And I, still I wanted, a lot. I wanted to post, but I wanted to make sure that I articulated myself the right way in my post. Mm-hmm. And um, as I mentioned, I, I truly felt it was like losing a piece of my childhood, losing a piece of my childhood, while also just really seeing the vulnerability of being a parent. To know that you know we kind of we we all from the same age group, and mm-hmm. Kobe was a little older than us. Mm-hmm. We grew up with Kobe. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like we got to see his whole career. We knew him coming out of high school, and so to watch his whole career and then see him become the man that he had become and was still continuing to grow into and becoming, yeah. I just thought it was a lot, man. It, it was tough.
0: I think for me, um, I was I wasn't really a Kobe fan. I'm I'm a huge LeBron fan these days, but I wasn't a Kobe fan. Um, but I think as his career progressed, we started he started going towards his uh, you know retirement years where he got hurt. Um, and even after uh, he retired, like, we started seeing other sides of Kobe that we weren't re- really used to seeing. So for a lot of people that you may not have liked him on the court because of how he was as a person, that right there alone is, is enough for you to, to feel like that story related to you because he was a regular person at the end of the day. You right. know, he was doing a, a dad move, started a whole uh, hashtag, uh, the girl dad. Um, but it, it, I, I think for me that's where it comes down to. It comes down to on a personal level because I was just a dad at the end of the day that was, you know, I'd
1: be supporting this motherfucker just because Goya gave <laughs> him an endorsement, bro. Nah, I'm dead serious, bro. <sighs> yeah. Yo. Yeah. The, I, I want to say about two, maybe three nights ago, I was speaking to my grandfather and I had to kind of give him a tongue lash and like, yo, you better not. <laughs> Don't even, I'm dead serious, bro. I love my grandfather to death. You better fucking not, bro. Don't think just because he's a, because he got the endorsement from Goya. That now was like, oh yeah, you yeah. know what?
2: He, he not that
1: bad, man. Fuck him and fuck no. Gloria yeah, too, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm one pineapple on a Tuesday and
0: think <laughs> on Wednesday no. you're tastes like like a, like a field like, salad. I
3: got pineapples as part of my regular diet. I oh, okay. Eat
2: pineapples all the time, yeah. You fancy no, and but shit. I, I think, I, I, all jokes aside, I think women have to be more careful about the birth control thing because I just it's hormones. It's putting a lot of stuff in your body. You just have to really be cognizant of that. And a lot of people take birth control and they just like it's a license for them to have sex with every, any and everybody, and they just don't, they're not Oh, constantly. that's yeah. a open yeah. yeah. license. Don't stop me from getting burned. Busted open no, license. No, I agree with you, but a lot of people, their fear is pregnancy, and people are ignorant to, to STDs, and I think that yeah. if you're on birth right. control, I have a lot of friends that I'm telling you they're on birth control, and I think that's just like a license, and yeah. most women, their fear is pregnancy, and your fear is not getting something until you get something. But you, you know? know what's crazy, You know what I'm you know? saying, though? But I'll like, take a baby
3: before I t- I don't want no STD. I no, know. I don't no. agree baby. with you.
2: I'm just saying the carelessness that comes with right. birth control rather than the fear. Like, you know, okay, for me not to get pregnant, I also have to wear a condom, but also not get an STD. Like, that's yeah. hand in hand. Yeah. But right. when you're on birth control, it's like, well, shit. Like, you know? So uh, I yeah, think just being yeah. cognizant of that but is important. The crazy
0: part was growing up, that, that used to have me fucking scared of having
1: a fucking kid. They ain't got shit but, else to do. <laughs> so they might as well. I mean, but I, I, I honestly I get it though, because if you're a DJ and you would have been making your money out in the club or out on you know some lounge or something, why not go live, mix it up, get yeah your followers up, and then once this is all over and done with, now you you may have gone on from ten thousand followers to twenty thousand followers during the quarantine, and now you boost your own value like yeah. Uh, yeah. DJ D Nice, who yeah. was really the first dude doing it. And was gaining notoriety, I believe he took over like Bleach Report's social media page the other night. DJ, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So that's a that's a great look because you go from he he already has a pretty good following, but now to take over their whole page for the night
2: wow. when he come off the quarantine. He's only twenty years old. Brooklyn. Um, but yeah, no, I think that the the success and the fame part is is obviously two different things, but. Mm-hmm. Right now, in this day and age, just being famous, you have to be careful because everything's so accessible online. You know, the fact that he received, um, sorry, love, a package, and he supposedly put his address on, like, thank you. So is that how how they got his address? So supposedly someone got his address that way, and they pulled up, and then he had posted a photo. And the photo said like two zero three three, which was the I'm um, sorry. The photo he took a picture of his Range Rover and, uh-huh. and he was standing in front of it. In the back, oh, with the dude in the back, you can see the, the address on the um, house, the
0: building. So oh, then yeah.
2: he put in the caption or the location Beverly Hills. Uh-huh. So then all they did was Figure was look out. up twenty 30, thirty thirty Beverly Hills and the road came up. Then he posted that shit on his story, so it was confirmed that's where he's that's at. That's So bro. that's one, but two, regardless of. His-
0: recording we are in shoot the shit still in quarantine mode we're still in quarantine mode and we and we talk right now we just we're just talking about a lot of shows that we've uh which just going back to on shows that we were watching the nostalgia shows and things that were going on um you know uh luckily for us some of us were kind of had some first-hand experiences being in some of these places where we know people that were on these shows and stuff like that so that's what we were just talking about just now you know how to let you guys know that we are recording
1: we we live in the building. It's, it's Wednesday night. The people know what to expect. The shooting the shit. <laughs> quarantine,
2: quarantine, quarantine.
3: Yeah, man. yeah, Salutary so lanes, man. He out here kicking ass right now. Oh man. <laughs> y'all been y'all been tuning in every time he been going on. Two million uh, new followers on on uh, like in like a week, something like that. Like seriously? Yeah. yeah. His, his numbers Two is crazy. New
1: followers. He broke the TikTok record immediately. <laughs> yeah. And he broke the yeah, like, um IG record too. Yeah, he but, broke um, them both. And I mean, the streams on the album—I don't know if y'all heard it—the new Toronto joint is that is solid. It's solid. It's all right. All right. Yeah.
3: Shout out to shout out to little TJ. You know BX T- out there T- on now. the because he only had uh, two features on the album, so I that was that's big for, for TJ. Happy for him. Mm-hmm.
1: But I mean, it was it was great promotion. You know, he basically just started using uh, social media live to promote the the, the album and. He did good numbers. I mean, they pro- they projected over 2 million streams on the album. Yeah. No, nah,
3: anytime Shorty come through, I tell her, listen, baby. We got the wipes right there for Listen, you. baby. You know what I'm saying? If you nah, need that's that. A
1: fact this is exactly man. how you, you told me. You got to have talk. that. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when a long, 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 long time ago when I was a bachelor. <laughs> you know I'm and he was a young whippersnapper. Yeah, I was yeah. a young whippersnapper out here chasing things. I always felt like I wanted my place to be comfortable enough where Shorty want to kick her shoes off. Okay. Because mm-hmm. once she kick her shoes off, you know it's right. good time. So be
0: comfortable. So she kicked the shoes off, you let her sit on your couch with outside clothes on?
1: Nah, nah, you got nah. to. <laughs> so what was
0: your finesse? You was out here, you was in the, in the bag like, oh, so I got these shorts for you always,
1: and shit. I always always kept some basketball shorts chilling. Um, I always made sure I always make sure the temperature in the house was was a, a nice cool sixty five ish. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Because that's when they want the blanket, they want the hoodie. Mm. You know She'll what I'm saying? Up a little bit, right. right. Then they get comfy. Then they want to put their feet on you. They want you know what I'm saying? You want something to drink? Right. You mm-hmm. got to you got to get that going. Some of y'all cats <laughs> out here with that little, little rotating fan and shit in the middle of the sky. Yo, man. y'all know what so y'all, y'all, y'all doing, with yo. That. Nah, 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 nah. No, no, nah, no.
3: Nah. Yo, fellas, if you don't have an AC in your house, bro. You, oh, nah. that's a
0: no go in New York City. Yeah, nah, we nah. know that. That's, nah. a no-go. that's a no go. We're not, we not going to your Even if you're the Shorty homie, I'm not going to your house.
3: staying at your crib. I'm not even saying like if I go to visit my people's and it's like slave heat in there, I'm not even about to stay yeah. there. So you know ain't no feeling about to stay in and you ain't got no AC in your house in the summertime. You, you got bro.
1: that fan on one. Yo, <laughs> yo. You put it on three, it makes too much noise. You can't the TV. So just so open the door for
2: everybody. So First I actually heard that in the again, this may be I may not be correct, but I've heard in the gay community that there's still a lot of discrimination between gay Black men and white males because, at the end of the day, whether you're gay or not, having white privilege as a white male is still a thing. Most certain things, but I'll let you tell that.
3: Yeah, no, you know, I had I kept seeing the story pop up of um, first of all condolences uh, to uh, Ahmaud Arbery's family and, and friends. Um, but I just ha- I just kept seeing it pop up, but I hadn't had a chance to uh, to actually get to it and do a little bit of homework on the story. And I was just saying it's it's kind of messed up that I kept seeing it and and not like wanting to go too much in it. And not think about it, but then as soon as I saw it on LeBron's page, I'm like, all right, hold on, this might be this got to be serious because LeBron posted this, and I know LeBron ain't just posting up, you know, what I'm saying anything. I know he he probably did a little bit of homework, or he had his people do a little bit of homework on the story to see what happened. And um, like you said, Sean, so basically this a uh, Ahmad was hunted down by this uh, father and the son, this Caucasian father and son, and they um they murdered this man and they haven't been well at least as far as the last time I checked, they hadn't been arrested or charged with anything. Um, so I don't know exactly what's going on right now with it. I just know it's crazy that this is something that we're still dealing with. We shouldn't be starting the, the, the podcast tonight talking about this.
1: Emerald, Emerald, as a woman, how tough is it to just be friendly with a guy before he starts thinking, oh, she wanted?
2: <laughs> Yo,
1: honestly,
2: I went through that in college and I really had a rude awakening, especially because I was a woman that's into sports. So growing up, Tomboy Emerald was like I play. I went to the basketball court with my brothers, and I played basketball with guys, right, all the time. And so that's I came from a small town. Everyone knew me as an athlete, ball player. I got to college, and not only was I an athlete, I'm hanging around the football team, the basketball team. And slowly, I started to realize me literally being like, "Yo, you want to study, or want to go shoot in the gym?" <laughs> yeah, they want to shoot in the gym. But, like,
1: well, I want I want to correct something you said, my brother. Um, uh uh-huh. He he was murdered. He didn't just lose. Well, there you go. He was yeah. murdered by the police. Mm-hmm. Uh something that has become far too frequent in society now. Um so
0: that's you know that's that's how you felt. How you feel about um August spilling the beans? August August broke the code, first of all.
3: You like you you don't you don't you don't you don't speak on your dick. Whether it's <laughs> whether, whether no no on some, some t though, whether you making up stories about about ladies that you fucked. Uh-huh. Or whether you telling motherfuckers about the ladies that you that you fuck.
2: Now today, <laughs> like I was off of work and I got in my car and started doing Uber Eats, and I didn't even need to because I was home on a paid day. But I was like, "Fuck this! I don't know what's gonna it. happen." Right, you know what I'm saying? So it's like right. this. I've always preached entrepreneurship, like financial freedom, flexibility, and if this wasn't something that like I I even went to my mom's house yesterday and um. I have any checks I get, I put her, her old address I'm, or her, my old address. And, um, I was thinking about the three checks that I'm getting, have nothing to do with my job or media. It's like other sources that I'm like, I always $100. say like, you have to have different sources because gotcha. if one source is cut off right. and you yes, your livelihood that you're eating off of, that sucks. Out here,
0: listen, y'all be cool. Like y'all be cool until next quarantine episode. We gonna holler. Yes, hey, sir. sir. Drinking the wine. (laughs)